Hi, and welcome to the Good Dog Happy Baby Podcast, where we will help you prepare your dog for the arrival of your child. My name is Mike Wambacher, and I'm a professional dog trainer here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've been training dogs here professionally for the last 22 years. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Good Dog Happy Baby, an in-depth manual on how to prepare your dog for the arrival of your child. I'm joined here by my co-host and friend, Morgan Dix, who's going to help me sort through a lot of the issues you'll be facing in this exciting phase of your life. He's going to interview me, and we're going to lay out a lot of information for you to help you enable your dog to make this transition into siblinghood smooth and easy and free of hiccups. So let's not waste any more time and dive right in. Okay, you ready? Yep. All right, Mike, the question for today, are there different issues and different developmental periods that I need to be concerned about with respect to preparing my dog for the arrival of my baby? Definitely. Um, you know, they come both uh, prenatal and postnatal, right? They, so, uh, I mean, prenatal is not really a developmental issue. You just have, you know, sort of a, a ticking uh, timer going between yeah. the time you find out that you're pregnant and then the time that, that you actually deliver the baby. And those are, that's the time, you know, in terms of a developmental period, that's the period of time where you really have all the time to focus on your dog, right? Um, yeah. But not all the time, but you know what I mean? You're buying your cribs, you're setting up the room, but you have time to focus on the dog and do a lot of the preparatory work that the book is about. Yeah, com- com- and my compared videos, to afterwards. Course, compared to afterwards, correct. And then afterwards, you know, the first developmental period is just that first month and a half after the baby, where mom is, and again, I, when I use the word developmental period, I'm using it very loosely. I'm sort of more of a developmental period in the first life as well as, as for the child. But, uh, but, you know, that first developmental period, in the broad sense, means mom is just like dealing with the shell shock of having a baby. Um, The baby is a tiny little infant that basically just needs to be cleaned and fed, and that's about it, right? Um, Yeah. So, but during that period, right, so during that period, we want to set all those structures in place about the rhythms that allow the dog to start to develop a positive association with the presence of the child. Like, for example, you know, I always tell parents, if you're nursing your baby, a lot of times when parents put their baby down for a nap, they'll go and pay attention to the dog, right? And then when the baby's mm-hmm. up again and needs attention, then the dog gets a little bit cold-shouldered. So this is one of those periods where I actually say, you know, just reverse that, right? So when the baby goes down for a nap, put the dog away, you know, somewhere. Yeah. And then when the baby comes out, then uh, for nursing, then you've taught the dog a routine that it can participate in that whole process, you know, by lying at your feet mm-hmm. or something like that. So that right away from the beginning, even when the baby is, you know, I guess sometimes joking, we refer to it as the larval stage. Um, that, <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> that, yes. uh, that we use that to start to develop instead of creating a situation to get right away. Oh, when the kid gets attention, I get, you know, kicked to the curb. The other way around, when the kid comes out, I get you know, we're all part of a family together. So that's that first period there. Usually, you know, like six, seven weeks, you want to establish those templates because you can still pay a decent amount of time to uh, attention to the dog because the baby's just still so small, right? But at a certain right. point, you know, they get bigger, they get more and more. I mean, there's so many little developmental periods that happen for the child. I think the next main one that I think of is uh, when the child is old enough to put into a baby Bjorn and uh, both both uh, mom facing and outward facing because then as, as there's you know as I demonstrate on my um, on my module one of my video course there's a way to use baby Bjorn to start getting the dog prepared for close unexpected contact with the child in a way that's mm. hard to explain on the on a podcast but uh, just a little plug go by the course there's a way you can use baby Bjorns 
well, you basically have the baby strapped in, that's the outward facing, and then you can, you know, kind of handle the dog a little bit roughly, you know, prepare, continue with the preparing the dog for childlike handling as you've been doing since before the baby arrived. But now you're doing yeah. it with the baby Bjorn right there. So basically the baby is, from the perspective of the dog, is part of you in a way. And you're just doing what right. you've been doing, but now bringing the baby into the mix. So developmentally, that's, a, that's, a, that's something that can start happening. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important. And then, of course, as the baby continues to become more mobile and then, you know, you find yourself on one on the little play mats and all that stuff. These are all opportunities to, to incrementally increase uh, the kind of the variety of interactions that your dog has with you and your child all the way up until the very critical eight month threshold, um, at which point the baby tends to start crawling. And uh, that's really when we find out whether we've done all the preparatory work. So there's a lot of little stages. Yeah. You know, be between the day baby arrives, or even you know before birth, the way up to that critical eight month mark, that are you know, what I consider developmental periods in the broad sense. Yeah. Right. So you're contextualizing that developmental periods all in that in, in that arc up between like when you find out you're pregnant and when the baby hits eight months, because yeah. that in in your definition in your book and in your course, that's really the window. That's the primary window and the optimal window for getting your dog ready for childlike handling, which after eight months is just going to start coming. If you haven't done that work by eight, by eight months, you've got a dog that's concerned about being touched or fearful about the sort of uh, you know, unsteady, unpredictable movements of a baby. If you haven't done that work by the time your dog is eight months old and your dog is nervous about it, you have a very big problem on your hands because you're, it's, there's a really good chance you're not going to be able to get past it. You're just not going to have the time. And, yeah. and, and now at this point, mom is going to feel scared because dog backs into a corner and starts curling its lip and giving, you know, stink eye to the kid, um, then uh, mom is now going to feel like my child is not safe. And yeah. That puts yeah. a spin on everything. That's where, you know, as you've heard me say, that's where dogs get rehomed. Right. Okay, so so then I have a question then. All right, so you, you've you've... You've gone through that arc. Then what about the developmental period after eight months? Well, after eight months, everything picks up steam, right? So now that the baby's crawling, but also the baby's a lot more engaged and interactive. So then you can start teaching the baby, for example. And again, this is a little hard to explain, but then you can start teaching the baby even how to be a little bit gentle with the dog. And these are actually a couple of tricks I learned from my clients. Yeah. Which is one is that, you know, babies grab and pull, right? So the first yeah. trick uh, is when babies grab, whenever your baby grabs your dog, um, it's good to take your little pinky and stick it in the middle of its hand while it's grabbing the dog. And as its, yeah. as its little hand closes down on the dog and your little finger, just push up a little bit so it's not grabbing yeah. so tightly on the dog and say gentle, 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 and just keep pushing up. Because babies, as, as you know, you're a dad, I'm not. They pick up a lot more than they can communicate back, right? So oh, yeah. there's a lot more cognition going on in that little head than it might be obvious from the outside. So just in doing that, you know, gentle, gentle, every time baby grabs the dog, that starts to really go deep into the child. And over the course of some months, the, the baby can start to learn to be a little more gentle with the dog. So right from the get-go, you can start teaching the baby, you know, a little bit appropriate behaviors with the dog. And the other one that goes with that, and again, you know yeah. this, that when babies at that young age, when they're so unstable on their, well, they're not on their feet yet, when they grab, they tend to lean in with both hands and grab with both hands. 
Yeah. So you just start teaching them. No, when you touch doggy, one hand only, one hand only, mm. you know, like that. And, uh, yeah. you know, if you could start doing that kind of stuff, you can, you can continue to build on, um, the whole roughhousing thing. You know, you can have your child sort of in your lap with you and then crawl around on the floor with the dog just again. So the dog is used to gets gets more and more used to the mobility of the child. There's more and more, uh, interaction, uh, opportunities for fun interactions, playful interactions. And, yeah. uh, you know, then, of course, the next developmental threshold is when the baby actually starts to become a toddler and starts walking yes. and running, yeah. and screaming and throwing and, <laughs> you know, all the stuff toddlers do. Right. And, oh, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the thing is, by that point, if, you know, by that point, a year has gone by. And if, if somebody's really been doing all this stuff, then there shouldn't really be any issues after that. It's kind of a, you know, if, if things have gone well up to this point, then it should be kind of a cruise from there. You know, right. then babies just because the cool thing then is then baby starts to become two and three and becomes more communicative, can learn more, and you can you know there's more games you can do. There's some there's some cool uh, videos on my blog with a, like a four year old kid and a big Doberman and the dad, and I show them how to play some games together. You know that are that are games that both help the dog to understand that the child and not that the child is a source of authority, but is backed up by my or by dad's authority or mom's authority. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, and I encourage people to look. If you, you have to scroll down about, I mean, I think I put those up about a year ago, but there's two nice videos there of um, working with this little girl. Yeah, yeah. One, just yeah. keeps going down and, and you hit them. Yeah, and that's worthwhile for anybody who's got a, you know, a toddler, basically. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's just a whole host of different stages. and There's, you know, there's other fun games to play, but once you get past that year, year and one or two months, Mark, and if you've been doing well, like I said, you're you're pretty much on a roll, and it gets a lot of fun. Yeah. And it can be a lot of fun before then too. It can be a whole lot of fun before then too. Yeah, you know when parents play with their little kids on those mats. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You kind of fold them out on the floor, and all the toys and yes. blocks and balls and yeah. stuff go on there to teach yeah. the dog. You know that that it can hang out right on the edge there, and then maybe we do some little tricks with the dogs. And you know, and then you know, while we're playing there, so that. Again, the idea through all those periods is to continue to create positive associations for the dog with the presence of the child through various types yes. of interactions. Yes. Rather right. than the opposite, right. which is what most people inadvertently do, is when the baby gets attention, the dog gets kicked to the side. And then when the baby's not so much in the picture, then we have a little more time for the dog. And that's, dogs aren't stupid. They'll pick that dynamic up super fast and develop you know, jealousy and all the problems that go with it. Totally. All right. Well, that sounds good. I mean, that kind of... I think we hit it here. Is there are there any last points you want to make in terms of outlining these developmental periods? Not know? so much. I mean, I yeah. think the main point is the same point I always make. Wherever you're at, start now. If you just found yeah. out yesterday that you're pregnant, start now. If you've got two weeks till your due date, you know, just start now. Start now because you know I always in terms of just an over the overall arc. You know, you find out you're pregnant. You have eight months till you deliver. Then you have another eight months until the baby becomes eight months of age. So you have 16 months in a perfect world. So that's the, 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 the kind of the developmental arc. You know, when I talk about developmental periods, I'm really talking about the development of the whole relationship, not just the, you know, yeah. the child. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a lot of time. So but anyway, so wherever you are in, in those periods, start now. Yeah. The main is the main event. Um, Got it. And- and everyone, if you do want to start now, if you if you are in the position anywhere along that spectrum that Mike's talking about, 
then I definitely encourage you to go to gooddoghappybaby.com and pick up Mike's video course, which he mentioned early on. It basically will help you deal with all of this, everything that Mike's been talking about, all these different developmental periods. It really gets your dog ready for childlike handling. And you are going to feel so empowered when you do that. And you're not going to have any questions when you do that. And, and likewise with, with Mike's book, a lot of the same material he covers in the book, but the course is obviously, it's a deeply condensed version of the lessons in the book. And, and Mike really holds your hand and takes you step by step through the preparation. So you can get that over at gooddoghappybaby.com. So great. And if you enjoyed this episode, I really, I encourage you, leave us a rating and a review. That's the very best way that we can reach other parents. And that's it for today. Mike, thank you so much. Thank you again, Morgan, for taking the time out. Definitely. Thank you, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time.